0: to the Train Your Mind podcast. I'm Vanessa Forrester, and I teach athletes how to up-level their performance without buying that next fancy bike, training more, or even racing more. Your next breakthrough performance is closer than you think. Are you ready to train your mind like you train your body? Stick around, and I'll teach you how. Heads up. This episode was originally recorded under a different podcast name, so you might notice me refer to it. I brought all of the episodes here so that you can catch up on the party. Enjoy! Hi, athletes. I am happy to be back in your ears with another dose of mental endurance. And for this week, I honestly feel like I cannot talk about anything else other than self-doubt. Because since last week, it has literally come up in so many interactions. I feel like it's just been smacking me in the face everywhere I go whether it's existing coaching clients that I work with right now or new athletes who just signed on with me, a group Zoom coaching call that I did, Uh, I was tagged in a Facebook post about doubt, like it's been everywhere, I'm not exaggerating. So I took it as a sign and I said, all right, I'm going to get on the podcast and I'm going to talk about doubt. So here we are. So what I want to do is simplify your doubt. Call it what it is. I could talk for hours and hours and hours on this, but I don't need to. All I need is a few minutes to explain and then your challenge when you finish listening to this podcast, like as soon as you close your podcast app, your challenge is to commit to changing your relationship with doubt. All right? You in? Nothing changes if nothing changes, my friends. You don't need to learn more. You don't need to read more books or listen to pro athletes talk about their doubt. What you need to do is spend more time inside your own head and commit to change in the relationship with doubt even when it's uncomfortable because it will be uncomfortable 100% of the time when you confront and come to terms with your own doubt doubt only becomes paralyzing when you don't take the time to understand it to truly understand it it's like it's like wanting to feel better but only treating the symptoms instead of the root cause so i've simplified doubt for you Okay. Here is your simplified take on doubt. What doubt is, is a collection of familiar thoughts you have about yourself. And that collection of familiar thoughts you have about yourself, they don't take into account one or more of these five basic things. Okay. So the doubt is just a collection of familiar thoughts that you have about yourself and they don't appropriately account for one or more of these things. The first one, the work you've put in, your commitment to what it takes, the countless hours you spent putting in the work. Number two, it doesn't take into account the trust you have in your process and your training. You, my friend, are a one in seven billion athletes. so your process will not look like anyone else's. And you chose the coach you have on purpose. So the trust you have in that, it's not taking that into account. Number three, it's also not taking into account the trust you have in your timing, as in the rate at which you're reaching your goals, the trust you feel when you remember that you're right on time. The other thing it's not taking into account potentially is what you've overcome or accomplished to get to this point. The journey that you've been on has helped you get here. And the fifth and final thing that the familiar thoughts are not taking into account is that you are in process of your next level. So the goal that you're working towards is an expression of who you are becoming. So when you think something like, I can't do this, or I'm not prepared enough, that's because you're forgetting to remember one or more of those five. So what you have to do is figure out which of the five you're forgetting and actively remember it when your brain offers doubt on the menu. When you're not actively remembering or intentionally thinking about those five, doubt has this like green light to take over your mental space. The other really, really, really important piece to know here is that doubt is not a problem. It really isn't. If you take nothing else away from this episode, nothing else, please take this. Your doubt is not a problem. It's not a reflection of you or your self-worth or your self-love even. It's just a collection of thoughts you're having. Doubt is normal and frankly, not interesting until we make it a big deal. When we judge ourselves for having doubt in the first place. I want you to think about it like this, actually. It's like slacklining. If you've never been on or seen a slackline, it's like a rope of sorts. I actually don't know what it's made of. Maybe nylon? Like secured between two trees a few feet off the ground. And the goal is to walk the line between the trees, right? Okay. So when you first get on a slackline, like even when you're first learning, it's extra wobbly. It's extra wobbly until you get your footing, until you settle in and kind of remember your technique. So when I was learning slacklining, I'm not really good at it, but when I was learning it, I learned that, you know, bending your knees helps with stabilization when you kind of bring yourself closer to the line that you're walking. And when you walk across and you have a nice loose upper body and arms, it makes things easier. It's more fluid. And then, you know, when you're walking across, there might be some wind, which adds a whole nother layer of complexity to the situation because it's already wobbly and the wind comes along and kind of adds to the wobble. But it's fine when you remember those basics, right? The technique, bending into the knees and staying um, kind of mobile in the upper body and you get across the line. So the wobbliness or the added wind effect is just part of the experience as you walk from one tree to the next tree. It's just part of the experience, the wobbling. You kind of expect it. You're like, I am walking across a line that's off the ground. It's something that's requiring balance. It's probably going to be wobbly, right? Your doubt is like the wobble of slacklining. Not a problem, part of the experience. And the more wobble, the more exciting it is to get across without falling. It's like when there's struggle, the celebration's always sweeter, So wobble is normal while slacklining and doubt is normal when you're chasing big goals. I want to turn you all into like mental slackliners. (laughs) So why do we let doubt hold us back? Why? Because sometimes it feels easier to simply believe we can't do something and hold ourselves back from trying versus putting ourselves out there to risk failure. That limitation though is 100% mental. Quitting or or not trying as a result of giving into the doubt seems like the safer option, but it's just an illusion because you're left with the goals unachieved and your life unfulfilled. Quitting is simply failing ahead of time, which when you think about it, just keeps you in the same place anyway, right? So what do you do with the doubt then? First, let it be. Let it come along for the ride. Let it be a part of the experience. It might not always be there, right? Like you've probably gone through training sessions or even races where you didn't have as much doubt or any doubt at all. It's not always there. But when it is, let it be a sign that you're right where you need to be. You're challenging yourself in the most perfect way. You're stretching and up-leveling right on time. Tell yourself this, doubt is normal. I don't need to make it interesting. (laughs) and then figure out which of the five doubt basics you're forgetting. Keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate it. Are you forgetting the work that you put in? Remember, you're committed, working hard, and you trust yourself to always race or compete or train at the fullest expression of your capability. Or are you forgetting that you're all in on your process and training, that you trust the training plan that you're following, that you trust your coach? Are you forgetting? that you're right on time. Where you are now is where you need to be to get to your goals, in route to your goals. Are you forgetting about what you've overcome or accomplished to get to this point? Whatever you've gone through, it doesn't need to define you, but it can fuel you. Or are you forgetting that you always are in process of your next level? Doubt means that you're right on track to that next level. What this does when you figure out which of those five basics, those five doubt basics that you're forgetting, what it does is it, get to, it gets to the root of your doubt from curiosity. You can understand more about what's happening in your brain and then make decisions on what you want to do with it. When you see that your doubt is a collection of familiar thoughts, you can also see how they how you're separate from them, how it's separate from who you are and what you're working towards. You can remind your brain of what is true from an empowered place. Think about this. Disempowered is I don't know if I can do this. They're all faster than me. Empowered is I'm committed to this process. I trust myself to race at my highest expression, my highest capabilities. I believe in where I've been and I believe in where I'm going. That's the difference between empowered and disempowered. So this is very, very different from feeling doubt and then going to YouTube to watch a motivating video or scrolling Instagram looking for a mantra. Those may work, but usually it's a short-term quick fix because you have no real connection to what you are seeing, right? This process that I'm talking about, when you, when you think about what you're forgetting, you're going inside yourself, you're going to your own brain for the answers. Your brain has all of the answers already on how best to tame your own doubt and build your own mental endurance. You just have to be willing to ask the question. Okay. I want to share a quick example to wrap up this episode. So you see how this works like in real life, IRL. All right. So, um, on a group coaching call, someone asked me, Vanessa, do you have any pre-race tips? Because I often experience doubt right before the gun goes off. And so I asked her, okay, where's the doubt coming from? And she said, that it had to do with being worried about being pummeled in the swim at the start of a triathlon. And which is a, you know, warranted fear. I think we've all gone through that, especially when we haven't raced for a while, people swimming over us. And I said, okay, so now that you know that, now that you know that that's where the doubt's coming from, the worry about being pummeled, how would you rather feel at the start versus worry? Like if worry is an option, what else would you rather feel? And she said confidence in her abilities and this drive, which I love to get to the first turn buoy as fast as possible. And so my next question to her ties into what we're talking today. I said, what would you need to believe about yourself in order to feel that confidence and drive? And what she said was pure gold. She said, we need to believe that I am as good as the other people I'm racing against. Okay. So that is her personal antidote to the doubt. And what she was forgetting was the first and second of those doubt basics. She was forgetting the work that she's put in and she was forgetting to trust in her own process and training, which when you don't trust in your own process and training, then you start to look outside of yourself, you start to look to other people, start to be in those compare and despair cycles. So she just had to remember the work she's put in and the trust that she has in her process and training. And that in itself, again, can be her own antidote to doubt. Okay. So now it's your turn. Remember the challenge that you agreed to, which I (laughs) made the assumption that you agreed to at the top of the episode. As soon as you're done with this episode, commit to changing your relationship with doubt. When you feel it, let it be. When it shows up, greet it like an old friend and then determine what you're forgetting. What of those five doubt basics are you forgetting? And then actively remember and think intentionally on what It will be, or what what you need to believe, what you need to be thinking that will support and help you be more successful in that particular training session or race, et cetera, whatever it is that you're working towards. All right? Self-doubt is a powerful voice, yes, but we can quiet her down and turn up the volume on the more empowering voice. Okay, that is it for this week, my friends. Have a great week. I will see you right here next week. Hey, it's me again. If you want more juicy tips on how to train your mind, hop on my email list. The link is in the show notes. As soon as you join, I'll send you the 10 triathlon truths your tri coach hasn't told you. And then I'll drop in your inbox weekly with new tips that will change the way you train and race. See you there.